0: Program created by Rio Grande. Welcome to the police calling all cars. Attention all cars broadcast one hundred and eighty-three regarding a bank robbery. Number one suspect describes an American about six feet. Weight one hundred and seventy pounds. Number two describes an American about five feet four inches. Weighs about one hundred and eighty pounds. The short bandit has a deep scar on the side of his face. That's all. Rolls and clicks. you going to buy gasoline tomorrow? Will you buy from habits or convenience or just wherever your gas tank runs low? These are expensive habits. They cost you money, rob you of full motoring pressure, and shorten the life of your car. Select the finest gasoline your judgment or your sources of good information can recommend. Keep your motor tuned to this brand. Select the brand chosen by the best authorities on gasoline, those to whom the finest gasoline is an absolute necessity. The drivers and buyers of gasoline for police cars, fire engines, ambulances, and emergency equipment. They drove 55 million miles last year with Rio Grande cracked gasoline. Who knows more about shopping and starting, idling in traffic, driving long economical miles, and the sudden bursts of racing, fighting speed? More police cars, fire engines, ambulances, and other emergency equipment is powered by Rio Grande cracked gasoline wherever it is sold than any other brand. This is the most valuable endorsement the most conclusive proof of gasoline superiority that has ever been presented to Western motors. If you are not already getting police car performance with Real Grande Class Gasoline, tomorrow is the time to stop. For summer driving, get the increased power, the added mileage, the police car performance that only Real Grande Class Gasoline can give. See your Neighborhood Independent Real Grande Dealer, tomorrow. our privilege to present Commissioner Ray Kleinberger of the Los Angeles Police Commission Commissioner Kleinberg. Good evening. Ladies and gentlemen, in a recent address before a group of law enforcement officers, J. Edgar Hoover, head of the United States Department of Justice, said, Crooked lawyers and crooked politicians find easy going when citizens are indifferent to the affairs of their city. If we're going to have a victory over the underworld, we must have the cooperation of the public. That statement applies as forcefully to any city in this country. We, law enforcement officers, are making an effort to settle more cases on the basis of innocence or guilt, and fewer on the eloquence of the criminal lawyer, also the money behind crooked politicians. I'll be back at the end of the program to give you a few highlights on tonight's story. an afternoon in March 1933, a coupé rolled along the highway north of Seattle, Washington. In the rumble seat of that car, a man, unconscious, bleeding, lay handcuffed. The man in the rumble seat was from officer E.L. Ballinger. Half an hour earlier, he had come across the coupé parked near the highway north of the city. Uh, What are you doing here? What's it to you? Who's guns are those on the seat there? Mine. Okay, get out. You'll have to go back to Seattle. (laughs) Nice work, Pete. He didn't know you were behind him. Yeah, well, what will we do with it? I'll in the rumble seat and get going. All right, give me a hand, here, will you Okay. Uh, You're telling me. There we go. I'll end with it. Uh, i slammed slam down the lid. Yeah, we're going to have to slug this guy. Yeah, I'll come. That's the only way to keep his mouth shut. Uh, and that he can't squawk. I hit him before he got a good look at us. They'll still be groggy when we dump them out. How's he gonna identify? it. Just the same. I don't believe in taking chances. First good spot I come to him, I let him have it. I want to get it over. Yeah, that's the way with you young fellas are, right. You want to get it over and swing for it. Hmm? I got a better plan. Listen to me, son. You drop me off in Seattle. Mm-hmm. I'll get my car and catch yourself a town. We'll switch this bird to my hack. I'll take care of him. You go back to Seattle, get the new car, and I'll meet you in L.A. later on. Well, what if you get picked up? I'm taking the risk, not you. Don't you worry about anything. You'll be driving a new car. You'll be all right. Less than an hour later, Ballinger was dragged from the car and half carried to another coupé. On and on went the car. 792 horrible torturing miles south through Washington, Oregon, and into California. Finally to a point just south of the Oregon-California line. There, 200 yards off the highway, Officer Ballinger was left. Handcuffed to a tree. Later, in the evening of the same day, State Highway Patrolman Stephen F. Kent and Lester Brigley are repairing Kent's car when from the radio loudspeaker comes a police broadcast. Oh, all in all cars, all sheriff's cars and highway patrols. We don't broadcast 10 36. We don't out for four sedan 1933 century This car has no license plate, but it means number is 9Y66. 9Y666. Described to one of the suspected kidnapping from border North Seattle. Down this about the of one of them in the, back of Kena, Paul, the Come on, let Get in the car and we'll drive around a bit. Might pick up that guy that pulled that job. Okay, Bye, Lynn. We'll just drive around with the room. <laughs> A new sedan parked in that blind street back there. Back up and we'll take a look. Take it easy now. I got those Sheriff Hawkins and his boys on the next corner to the right. Good. if this bird is the one we're after, we'll meet him. Park here and I'll go over and give him the once over. I'll have to ask you boys to get out. We've got orders to search every car that's like this that shows up. Can uh, yes, sir. I'm just a hitchhiker. He gave me a ride, and I... Right, Carl. Nothing to you, couple. You get out of that car, that's a haul you out. Oh, yeah? And you ask for it. Hey, you
1: can't get away with it. Yeah, you. Who says I can't?
0: Beat <coughs> a punk. another carload of bulls. I'm on a control. Of I, uh, I can't. <laughs> okay, i will be scared. I can't. stop. Okay, Carl. I got a story to make a rat like you. I'm not stopping. How can you mess, Too late to do them any good, son. <laughs> prisoner was identified as George Ball, ex-convict who had served a term in San Quentin century. He admitted being one of the men implicated in the Ballinger kidnapping and informed authorities regarding the possible location of his partner, a man he named as Joe Claus. Our story now ships to Los Angeles, to the jail of a small town near that city. Sergeant, look this man on suspicion of kidnapping. Don't let anybody talk to him and let an order from Hanson here of me. Yes, sir. What's your name? What's the matter? Can't you read? You got it on that slip there. The name's Clark. Joe Clark? Yeah. Okay. Cell 13. 13? Then so can't you make that 14? You heard me. 13. Okay, wise guy. Someday you're going to find out that 13 is your unlucky number. Ah, get him out of here. Come on, Gabby. Get going. Okay, don't shove me. All right inside. Okay, and <laughs> we don't get tough.
1: Oh, hey, old pal,
0: you old pal, you old pal. Hiya, gentlemen. All right, you go to sleep. Hey, I don't want any noise. You. Okay, sir, you're on the lawn. And mind your business and we'll mind ours. Yeah. I'll see you, pal, you have to. Oh, oh I've been awful long to absorb myself. Awful long to in my little bottle of rain. All right, all right. Never mind getting scummy. Yeah. And blow that breath of yours someplace else, will you? Okay, okay. No breath. No? No, uh, What's your name? That's Clark. Now, will you get over on that side? Uh, Clark. Huh? Clark, okay, that's a small name. Uh, my name's Edward. 2 Edwards, they call me. I'm a street carter. All day long, i got to listen to women. Yeah, 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 women. When I get home, all I just thing in my wife. All right, all right. I'm, I'm not interested in your life history. Uh, okay. Sorry, pal. Clark. Oh, yes, Well, I was just... My name was Clark. I Edward. Every time I hear the name Edward, it reminds me of my wife, and I had to go and be drunk all over again. Now, hey, wait a minute, pal. So you like the name of Clark, eh? I sure you. I sure you. Okay, I'll do you a favor. Yeah? I'll make your name Clark. You sure? will? Sure. oh, Just give me your book and clip, and I'll give you mine. Uh, will I? Know? Sure. Come on. Give me that clip. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Now, here's mine. Yeah? Now, read for yourself. You see? Your name's Clark, and mine's Edward. Well, hey. It's marvelous what we do. It's modern age, ain't it? You <laughs> think, well, I'll never forgive you for this? No. I don't think you ever will. Hey, Taylor. Hey, Taylor. Come on through. Hey, Taylor, wake up, with you? I better get out of this joint. Hey, you drunken bum, stop snoring, will you? Hey, where's that kid? Hey, Joe! Taylor, hammering about in here. You want to wake everybody up? Hey, look, see a good guy, will you? I got to get to work. Huh? I got picked up on a drunk charge last night, and if I don't get to work this morning, I'll lose my job. All right. Let's see your booking Okay, here you are. Uh, Mel Edwards intoxication. That's right. Uh, well, Go on, get a bill, bondsman, and let's get this thing picked up so I can get to work, will you? Well, I'll see. Uh, who's that bird over the uh, snoring? Him? Uh-huh. He's some bum named Joe Clark, eh? Hey? They brought him in last night. Oh, so that's Clark, huh? I got orders not to let anybody see him. Well, come on out. We'll see what we can do about you. Thanks a lot, buddy. Yeah. I don't want this bird Clark to get away. Hold him to the federal. Well, come on. There's a guy in the office who might pick you up. Oh, yeah. Promising to obtain the money with which to repay the bondsman, Clark was driven to an address in the residential section of the city. He went inside ostensibly to get the money, but Clark simply walked in the front door and out the back door. Again, a desperate and dangerous criminal was at large. Our scene now tipped to the office of Captain H. S. Seeger, then head of the robbery and narcotics details of the Los Angeles Police Department. Men, I'm not complaining about your work. You've all been loyal and efficient, but we've had four bank in five months, and so far we haven't the slightest clue to the identity of the bandits. All we know is that one of them had a bad scar. Now I feel that the reputation of the department is at We've got to do something. Uh, well, I got a tip the other day, chief, that might mean something. What is it? Well, rather prominent shyster. I won't mention his name. But he told me he could give us the names and addresses of these Mutt and Jeff bandits. What's the catch to his proposition? Well, first, he wants to know the amount of rewards offered. Mm, I thought so. And then he wants an absolute guarantee that both Mutt and Jeff would be killed by the police as soon as we sighted them. What? Yeah, that's what he said. I told him he wouldn't go for it, but I tell you anyway. I'll tell the world we wouldn't go for it. Who does he think he is, making a steal like that? Yeah, he said he knew a bank they were planning to stick up, and he'll tell us where it is, provided we agree to bump him off. Uh, just for luck. Keep an eye on that bird. Seagal speaking. All right. He always is. Mm-hmm. Got some notes of license around the last month of That's just what we are looking for. Well, I mean, he's not a man, Not the streetcar conductor. <laughs> no, no. Uh, this is a fellow who's been working for the factory named Carter. I just had a run-in with that bird a day or so ago. But wait a minute, Charlie. Okay. Hey, Chambers. Yeah. Was your man named Edwards, The one who made you that story proposition? Nope. I just wondered. Hello, Charlie.
1: Hello.
0: I'm sorry to keep you waiting. Just checking up with one of our men. When can we see this uh, friend of yours? Meet me in half an hour at the Westland Hotel. Sure. What room? I think at the elevator on the 12th floor. Okay. Half an hour. Right on time, Harry. The room is right around the corner here. How come this first not get the talk? Seems to have had some sort of a row with Carter. Said he's going to get bumped off. Uh, that sounds fishy to me. Oh, I think Edward's on the level. Uh here's his room. Oh, come in. This is Captain Seager, Police Department. Jake Edwards. Oh, Hi, Peter. Hey, Mr. Rue tells me that you have some information about the Mutton and Jeff Yes, I have. How do you happen to have this knowledge? Well, I used to work for a crooked lawyer named Leopold Tartar. Are you still working for Carter? No. How does it happen that you know so much about this game? Well, it's like this. Here's a sentence. That's Muck, the big guy. Well, he works as an investigator for Tartar. They began propositioning me to go on some jobs with them. I pretended to be willing, but always backed out when the time came. Let me made some excuse. Well, so finally, Charlie got the speakers and told me to get out. He offered another fellow two hundred bucks to bump me off because I knew too much. This guy was a friend of mine. He kicked me off. Who is this friend? Well, I'd rather not mention his name. Suppose we just call him Sam Collins. Said, okay. Oh, I don't care what you call him. If he can do us some good, he can do you plenty of good, if he will. Only thing is, he won't to those policemen you are no use for copper. Oh, we'll get around that. Who's this Jeff part of the of team? His name's Carlton. Pete Carlton. He's saving his money for some big paper up north. Carlton and Carter and Senton have been fighting among themselves lately because they claim he's holding out on them. Do you know where Carlton lives? No, I don't. But Carter and Senton have rooms in a place down near 11th and Broadway. All right. This information is valuable to us, but we've got to have more. Get hold of this friend of yours and arrange for us to talk to him. Come on, tell us. Let's get back to the office. <laughs> Back in Captain Figure's office. Figure, together with Joe Taylor, Captain of Detectives, and Detective Chambers. Laid plans for the capture of Pete Carlson, his sentence, and precise to attorney Leopold Charter. Edwards told me that uh, Leo Charter was in on the pull-up gang and that he wanted to get rid of the partners. Now, Chambers, I'm going to ask you a point blank question. Was Leo Charter the man who offered to put up the finger on Mutton Jeff? Yep, he's the man. I thought so. See what you can find out in the files on Tata and on a guy named Carlson. Check up on Trim. See if there's anything in there on Trim Collins. Yes, sir. Uh, Bill Johnson and Guy Beeson and Harry to come in here. Okay. Robert D'Ale, speaker speaking. I'm a speaker. This is Robert. Oh, yeah. It's a for you to come to Trim Collins. It's my place. i Fine. What name did you get him? I didn't. it was a friend of mine. I wanted to meet Well, now, listen. When we come in, introduce me to C.M. Christensen, Special Investigator for the Bank of America. You got that? Oh, wait a minute. Uh, sit down, boys. I'll be with you in just a minute. No. Yes, that's right. Christensen. All right. Six o'clock. Goodbye. Okay, boys. Yes, now, here's the job. I want you boys to put a dictaphone in Louis O'Connor's of office and one in sentence of apartment on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Here's the address I got committed. You fellas will stay out in an office below target. And we'll send Gerhardt and Burris down to the Broadway place. Yes,
1: sir.
0: Don't leave those places day or night without leaving a man listening. Yes. Is that clear? Yes, sir. You'll have to figure it All right. Oh, yes? Mr. Rule is there. He says he hasn't won big slot. Did you see a man in power? What time is it now? Uh, 5.30. Okay, I'll be right
1: out.
0: Well, what's the matter, Collins? Are you loyal to these birds or are you afraid of them? If I told you what I know about that bunch, my life wouldn't be worth two cents. Well, how are they going to know where we got our information? I don't know about that, but they would some way. Besides, to hate squealers, see? You don't have to tip the police to this gang. I represent the bank, and when you give us the dope we want, you'll be out of it. Nobody's going to accuse you of yelling copper. Yeah, I know, but you guys are straight to the bulls or whatever I told you, see? You don't know anything, you can't tell them anything. So what's the answer? I keep a off yet. Uh, look, Colin, you see these pictures? You know any of these fellows? Never saw them before. Who are they? Well, two of them are the birds we've been talking about. The other one is Carter. Now, that's settled. Let's stop stalling around and you tell us a few things. Just how deep are you in with this mark Hey, wait a minute. I'm not in on it, see? Well, then suppose you tell us what you know. All right, you win Sure, I, I know more. What do you want to know? We want to know where we can find Pete Covey. I don't know where you can find him. I thought you were going to tell us something. I am, but I'm telling you the truth. I don't know. How did you happen to connect with this mob? Well, I used to a little garage up in North Hollywood. One morning while I was working on a car... Yes, is there something I can do for you? Yeah, I need my lights fixed. Okay, let uh, I'll take a look at it. Hey, there's blood on your fender back here. Cut yourself trying to fix this light? What's it to you? You just fix the light. Okay, she's all set. Just a little quiet. That's pretty fast worker, aren't you? You, uh, know anybody up north? Oh, yeah, quite a few people was. A friend of mine told me to look you up. Said you was a smart guy. Well, maybe. What do you mean, smart? I've had quite a little experience opening banks. Oh yeah. Really? Thought I'd like to go in business down here. I Had a partner up north, but he got detained by some smart coppers in right. You're going to jam? He's so bad. I've been told that you and I might get together on a proposition. You got the wrong information, Mister. I can't
1: help
0: you. Mm. Nice place you've got here. Yeah, thanks. Got a little money to fix it up so it looks real nice. I tell you what you have a friend who'd be interested in my business, I'd be willing to let you have, uh, say, $500 for your trouble. Yeah. How's that sound to you? Well, uh, I'll think it over. Where can I get hold of you? Here's a number. It's my attorney in Sacramento. I always have a mouthpiece in every place I work. You just call him, and he'll put me in touch with you. Okay. I'll keep my eyes. Uh, when did you get lined up with Carter? Sort of? Well, uh, about a month after that, a cousin of mine from New York took me up to the Carter's office and introduced it. I happened to think of Carlton, so I told Carter that I thought maybe I had a client for him. I spent six bucks of my own money phoning that guy in Sacramento to find Carlson. Did you get him? Yeah, a couple of days later, Pete called me, and I took him up to see Carter. Did you consider that the connection? Yeah, but I never got the money. Okay, Colin. Now, look, Captain Bill Caler down at headquarters is a good friend of mine. I'm going to ask him to have a couple of the boys stick around to see if nothing happens. Say, hey, I don't want any bulls hanging around. Oh, do you want to have your head blown up by Carlson? Now, go on home and watch yourself. <laughs> oh. Meanwhile, in the office and apartment of suspected attorney and the so-called investigator, detectives were piling up damaging information. They heard robbery after robbery was planned. Then, at four thirty in the afternoon of the day, weeks later, Officer Johnson placed a hurdy call for Captain Figger. A few moments later, figure ruled a detective chambers, Meet Johnson at the entrance of the building in which Carter's offices are located. Cat, they both left the office just after I called you. Uh, let's share the where second part's car. He may be on time. Here, wait a minute. Get him, Carter, now. Oh, uh, just a minute, Carter. Where are you going? Oh, hello, Tigger. Going to my office, right? Oh, good. good. I'll go with you. Oh. All right. Going up, sir. Watch your step. Close, please. Five. Five out, please, sir. Johnson, you and Chambers waited here in the outer office. Your sentence goes up reading. Keep that phone girl quiet if any calls come in. Ever put him through as usual. No, all right now, Tigger, tell me what's this all about? What you, Figure? <laughs> no, 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 you don't, Carter. Oh, right. mm-hmm. Nice little forty five have got there, Carter. Probably would have used it, What's well, the idea, Tigger? You can't pull this stuff on me. No, well, Carter, the jig's up. You're under arrest. Alright? For what? For a bank robbery. That? <laughs> Go on, figure. You might put that over on some dumb egg, but not on me. Why, you've got something oh, on me. Yes, Show, Mr. Tarter, our microphones. Microphones? You've got microphones here. Oh, yes. That's one thing I didn't think about. I, uh, I guess I've got to hand it to you for that, figure. And through those microphones, we heard plenty. Now listen, we want Pete Carlson. Federal men have identified his picture as a man wanted for kidnapping a patrolman valiantly at Seattle. His partner is sentenced to die at Solson for murdering two officers. So that's the sort of a few you around where with, isn't it, Carter? Never right. mind lecturing me about the morals. Now listen, I'll make a deal with you. If I can tell you where to find this this Carlton, where whether I get out. Of no, no, I'm making no promises, about her. I don't have to. You're the one on the spot. You know better than to ask that question. Well, where's Pete Carlson? Yes, you're right, Captain. I don't know exactly where he is, but I, I think I can draw your map up. Go ahead, then. Let's see it. All right. You, you go out this way about to here. Then you turn right to the second street beyond the filling station over there. Mhm, uh-huh. you go two blocks this way, and then you turn left. I believe he's in the court right here. Now, listen, will you go easy on me, Captain? Uh, here, something. Get all the men you need. Go out there and stay there. It'll be called... Take shotguns and tear gas. Get him if you have to smoke him out. Yes, sir. Well, now that I give you the information, Captain, how about it? Will you, will you go easy on me? You know the answer to that, Carter. Oh. So you won't play with me, eh, Carter? You think you're tough, don't you, figure? No, I don't think I'm tough. But I'll tell you what I think of rats like you. Yeah? Rats that go into a bank where unarmed women and and men are unprepared and unprotected. If I had my way, I'd line you up against a wall and turn a machine gun on you.
1: Yeah.
0: That's fine talk coming from a policeman. I uh, I think I'll remember that little speech, Peter. Yes? Yeah, this is Figure,
1: Johnson. Got yeah.
0: him, Any fight? No, he
1: walked in. He was
0: Okay, bring him down to my office. I'll meet you there. All right, fellas, let's take this sniper down and book him. Now, oh, wait a minute. Take him sent down the hall. You get got him strong. We'll put the bracelets on him and bring him along. Well,
1: Johnson,
0: bring in Carlson. Yes, sir. Well, Pete? Uh, you've got me, Captain, and I'm not squawking Anything I've done wasn't for myself. I've been out of the United States since you've been looking for me. I didn't have to come back. But I'm an old-timer, see? i got a hurt. I've got a body up in Fulton and scheduled to hang. To save him, I sent $11,000 to an attorney in Sacramento. I haven't kept any money for myself. I, I've I only got this one suit of clothes. I haven't been eating too well either. But I'm old, it doesn't matter about me, but that kid up there, he's young. Young with years to go. Well, I'm sorry my past is well, what it is. I'm sorrier still that I made a pledge to somebody, and now I won't be able to keep it. What was that pledge? To get a commutation of sentence from my partner up and All I needed was five thousand dollars more. Is your partner's name, George Paul? Yeah. Yeah, how did you know? The federal men identified you as the Joe Clark they arrested several months ago. That time you changed booking slips with the streetcar conductor and lost your car. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought of that all for myself. <laughs> Pretty clever, wasn't it? You know, I'll never forget those things. Pete, there's something else I'd like to know. What about that disappearing car, with introduced used to report? Some of them short and some of them just sort of. Now you see it, and now you don't. Oh, that. Hmm. Did that bother you? Hmm. I thought it would. Uh, would you like me to tell you about that, Jackie? Yeah, if you don't uh, mind. Oh, of course not. Well, all that was, Figure was just the streak of collodion. You know, all the stuff they call new skin. Whether well, you can use it in the movies, for skies, All you got to do is go into a drugstore and get a little bottle of this collodion, then you put it on... The witness sees the scar. After he sees it, you peel it off, and there you are. Pretty easy, isn't it? Oh, say. Come to think of it, Captain. That makes a pretty nice little finger, doesn't
1: it?
0: Thus, hmm? <laughs> through the patient work of law enforcement officers, both public and private, another group of criminals brought the judge. Tomorrow, when you stop at a Rio Grande station for crack gasoline, ask your independent Rio Grande dealer about Sinclair Oil. He will tell you that age, wear, compression, and other factors make it necessary for you to change your grade of oil. All this information for your car and every car is covered by the Sinclair Law of Lubrication. Your independent Rio Grande dealer can interpret this law for you and tell you exactly the grade of oil you should use in your car now. He sells Sinclair, the world's finest motor oil, used by fleets, of ships and trucks, eight major airlines, 150 railroads, and millions of motors, in 45 nations of the world. Sinclair oils are refined from the highest-priced crude oil in America, and super refined, removing all the harmful wax and useless petroleum jelly found in many of the oils you buy. Sinclair oil will not break down in the summer heat. Your car will run smoother, longer, and you'll save money with Sinclair oil. Sinclairize your car for safety. Get police car performance with Rio Grande class Crunch at your independent Rio Grande dealers tomorrow. And again we hear Commissioner Kleinbeck. The splendid work of the officers in this case, all of whom of necessity do not appear as characters in tonight's story, cannot be minimized. It is their right to know that their work has not been in vain. I thank you. Some of the police car in all cars. they all cars. The cancellation will drop cap 183 regarding hold-up. The second in this case are now in custody. And that's all. Rolls and clip. Your narrator, Frederick Lindsay, bidding you goodnight for Real Old